0: Uh, well, my name is Dan Jarvis, and I want to welcome to the stage Brad and Bree Wurzel, so you guys can have a seat. Uh, before we get into our worship segment today and other things, we wanted to welcome you to the team. Um, some of you might not know, but Brad and Bree just accepted positions as youth directors here at the church. Super excited that you're here, and thought it might be nice just to get to know you a little bit, and to kind of officially welcome you to the to the story here, so... Uh, Maybe just as a quick intro, just for people who might not be familiar with you, you could let them know where you came from, where you started, how you ended up here.
1: Well, I guess for me, this has always been my home. And like Bering Center is where I grew up. I've been a part of Bering Center Bible Church for a long time. And I mean, I grew up in the student ministry here. I went to Bering Springs High School. So like this has been my home community all of my life. Right.
0: You literally have lived like... What, 1,000
1: feet, 2,000 feet down the road <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, my way parents are like three-quarters of a mile down the road, so
0: very close. <laughs> That's great. Well, we're glad you came back, and it's going to be fun to work with you. So how about you, Bree?
2: A little different of a story for me. I grew up in Washington State on the other side of the country. I grew up right on the Canadian border on the edge of the ocean, so every day I got to see the San Juan Islands and the mountains. Um, so it's a little bit of a different lifestyle out here, but I'm so happy to be here and to be a part of this community. Um, So yeah, I'm the second youngest of six kids who, uh, thankfully, we all grew up in a home that loved the Lord, and we all chose to follow Him as our personal Savior.
0: Great. Okay, so you both just graduated from Moody Bible Institute just a few weeks ago, and so this is your first church ministry to kind of officially step into. I know you've interned and helped with other churches along the way, but maybe you could tell us what drew you into student ministry as a calling and why this is on your heart.
1: For me, I mean, like I said, I was a part of the BCBC youth ministry. And at that time, I had both of the youth pastors just come alongside of me and really pour into my life on a continual basis, week by week. And I just saw, as time went on, the impact that they were having in my life. And seeing just how much they cared for me, how they always wanted to be present, and just letting them or letting me know that they were available and because of the impact that they had in my life it really started to work in my heart where I was like I want to be there for students I want to show them that I care for them that I want to be available and that I want to show them that there is a higher calling and that there's an exciting calling that Christ has called them to do ministry to live for him and to see others also come into a deep relationship with him. And so, I mean, really my passion is to see me be there for students, same for Brie, and to be able to see them go out into their communities and love Christ and also love on people. It's great.
2: Now... In our youth ministry program at Moody, they always said, if you want to be in youth ministry, you come from one of two situations. Either one, you had a fantastic youth ministry experience, and that's what led you to want to go and and follow that same um, journey, or you come from an experience where you didn't have a great experience in your youth, and you want to give others what you didn't have. So I always say, um, God brought two people together who had two very different stories, Brad had a very great experience in student ministry, in youth ministry, and was really impacted by his youth pastors. Whereas for myself, it was a little bit of an opposite experience. I went to a small church where we only had a youth group when we had enough youth in the church that year. Um, so some years I had a youth group, and some years I didn't. The years that I didn't, I would jump around to a few others in the community, but I always felt a little disconnected. Um, there wasn't a lot of consistency. Also in high school, I went to a private Christian high school, and I tell people, though the label of my school was Christian, the hearts of the people often were very far from that. And um, my freshman year of high school, I was excited to be a part of school. I was homeschooled through eighth grade, so having a consistent schedule excited me. But when I came back sophomore year, I was overwhelmed by the sadness in the world and the brokenness in people's lives. And so I went through my own little phase of of depression through high school that year, really wrestling with the lost hearts of so many of my close friends and knowing that they were living such a lonely and dark life. And it was through that experience that I met the Wurzel family. I met Brad. I was reminded of the light and the beauty of Christ himself and that there is hope in this life. There is hope no matter how painful things seem. And um, the Lord brought friends into my life that were very, very broken, very, very hurting. And through that experience, I developed a passion and a desire to love the broken, to love the hurting, and to remind them that there is a life greater and bigger than what the world has to offer. And so through high school, I started loving and mentoring these friends of mine that were incredibly broken. And I have many memories of sitting and holding them in the counselor's office while they wept over their circumstances. And um, very quickly through that experience, the Lord draw me closer and closer to him and put on my heart very heavily to go into student ministry, to be a person to love on those who feel like they have no one, um, or to encourage those who are wrestling in today's culture with the battle between God's good and faithful Um, Provision over them, or what the community and the culture likes to try to offer. And so that's what led me into student ministry, and my heart is to love on students when they feel like no one will.
0: Hmm. So um, we'll we'll have additional opportunities up here, obviously, to share more, and kind of getting a, a, you're starting now, but you really want to hit full speed in the fall with, so you've, you've already started to initiate some events and things like that on the youth ministry calendar, and Um, start to lay out some plans but one thing you shared with me that I thought was helpful and I think probably a lot of people here who are either students themselves or maybe parents and grandparents of students would be your sort of philosophy or strategy as you go in and what you think of how you think a student ministry is constructed to to make an impact and I thought maybe you could share that that little outline with us.
1: So, I mean, I'm a very visionary person, and I'm throwing out things all the time of like, we could do this, we can do that. And then Bree is very detail-oriented, so she takes all of those things that are just concepts for me and brings those down to reality. And so we came up with this four eyes of what we would see the student ministry looking like. The first one would be intentional worship. What we want to see in the student ministry is where students see every part of their life as an act of worship to God that they are not just seen as this tradition where I mean a lot of times people will think of worship as just merely through song and that's it but we want to see the students using every part of what they do as a way of praising God through it so we really want to see students intentional about that Uh, the second is that we want impactful messages It can be very easy sometimes to look at scripture and then to walk away and not have it applied to our life in any way. And so what we want to see is that students are seeing the messages that they're hearing as a means of being able to go out into their communities and to apply truth to their life from God's word. So we really do want those kind of messages to be a a call for them to go, a call for them to be reaching out. And then the third thing is that we want to be integrating into community. So one, we don't want to see it just internal, where students are coming here and that we're not doing anything in the community. Rather, we, as Bri and I, we want to be setting an example of how to do that by us doing things in the community. But then also, it can be easy sometimes to live a certain way where we're going, well, we're in the church community, so we want to live this way. But then we'll go out into a different community and act a totally different way. And so what we want to see is that for us, for our adult leaders, and for our students, that they are going into their communities and acting the exact same way that they are in the student ministry here. And we want them to be sharing the love of Christ in whatever place it may be. So we want to see us going out. And then the final thing is that we want to be investing into small groups. We see small groups as an environment where students can be real of how life is going. And then also, it's just an environment where it feels safe for them to ask questions. And so we want to provide a place where students can go, you know, this is, these are things that I'm struggling with in my communities, out in wherever it may be. And we want adult leaders and the students to feel comfortable where they can ask questions and be answered. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to create this environment where students are being filled up here so that they can be out into the communities reaching those who may have never heard of Christ before.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, you know, there's so much we can leave on the table for the next time, and there's a lot more to talk about, which we'll we'll get to over the months to come. But um, if somebody out there is new to this or... I'm not quite sure how to jump in, uh, maybe a student or also a, a parent or grandparent or someone or a neighbor of a student, it's like, hey, I really want, I really want some, somebody to know about this. What should their step be to, to get in, in touch with you guys and get in the loop?
2: Yeah, so we would love to touch base with anyone who would want to hear more about our, our hopes and our dreams for the ministry, our current plans, or if they're interested in um, whether it's a child or grandchild getting involved in our student ministry programs, Um, We would love to hear from you. We'd love to get in touch. So out at the information desk by the missionary wall, there are some student ministry calendars for the summer with some fun events that we have planned, and we would love for you to participate. I would also like to just throw a plug and mention that if you have a child or a grandchild who's in fifth grade going into sixth grade, we would love to invite you as well. Um, We want you to get a chance to dip your toes in the water and enjoy some of the ministry that we have this summer. And then we also have some Connect cards next to those calendars. So if you could take a minute and fill out um, the student's information as well as the parent or guardian's information, we'll update our contact lists, and we'll be sending out emails throughout the summer to let you know what's going on. Um, Apart from that, if you see us, feel free to grab us, say hi, introduce yourself. Um, I'm going to just say this for myself. If you think we know you, we may not know you as well as you think we do, so feel free to just let us know what your name is. Um, Brad might know you a little better than I will, but I would absolutely love to get to know you. Um, we see this as our family, and we're so blessed to be here. So please feel free to reach out and get to know us, and we look forward to um, many, many memories and friendships along this road. That's
0: great. Well, we, we want to pray for you right here, and, and also just all of us together want to say like we're, we're with you, we support you. And we don't want to just sort of deploy you to do this work. We want to be with you in the work and in any way that the church can be serving alongside you, with you. Uh, I know that you probably need more adult leaders to jump in the mix. Um, there's there's all sorts of opportunities to plug in as things get rolling. And so um, so just know that you're not alone in that. And uh, and also just just as an encouragement for a lot of you, uh, if you remember, right before the end of last year. Uh, we talked about our vision for the future of the church and and, one of the, and some of the things that we even had as funding needs back at that time. And, and a big piece of the puzzle was we wanted to be able to invest heavily this year into Next Generation Ministry. And you guys are a fruit of some of the sacrifices that were made back then by some of the people in the room. So um, we, already there's been support for you before we even knew who it would be that, that would be sitting here. So, um, so we're really excited, and let's just commit all this to the Lord in prayer. Uh, Lord, thank you for the way that all of us can come together and identify such an important mission in front of us to be reaching the next generation and making real investments into young people. Thank you that one way we can do that as a church family is uh, to bring Brad and Bree both on our team um, to be able to give their best and full attention to uh, reaching out to loving people. and. And really not just to doing the work, but equipping all of us to be more effective as we seek to do the work in the community and among our families and at the schools and wherever you would take us. And so I pray that you would empower them, uh, give them all the resources they need. And um, most of all, Lord, we pray for your Holy Spirit's power to be upon them, that what they do would not be merely human effort, but that would really have a mark of your supernatural Um, engagement in what they're doing. So we look forward to all of that and we thank you for them in Jesus name.